Okay, we're going to begin this story called Ebony and the Stable Door. It's a story from about 1978. It's a Room Life, Book 3, Ivy House Tales, 1970-1984. Ivy House, New Bolingbroke, just north of Boston, was delightful for us humans, being spacious and having lots of original Georgian character. For the horses that had come into our life, it was not quite so good. There was a block of ramshackle stables behind the garden wall left over from when the time uh, Ivy House had been built by the man who originally built the whole village. In front of the stables was a small square grassy patch about the size of a basketball court, certainly not large enough for three horses to graze or even exercise. At one side of this grassy area was the land drain that terminated at our garden. All building materials had originally been delivered to the village by water and indeed the various products from the small factory units also begun in the village by the Parkinson family in the early 1800s used the waterway to deliver their goods to Boston and then further afield by railway. When we just had Juno, the Dales pony mare, our neighbours, the Rundle family, kindly allowed her to be tethered on the open field beside their house. Once Juno's son Jupiter arrived, we had to find somewhere else. Ebony arriving with his enormous appetite compounded the problem. Casting round the locality, we found the chance of using the grassy banks of the land drains, but these needed fencing a huge task for the long, thin area which was the result, but better than the other option of nothing at all. Our first site had been along a bank rented by the Smith family at Reevesby Bank. Jupiter and his mother spent two years or so there quite happily until Mrs Smith decided to sell and move away. There were now the three horses and we moved them onto a long bank of the Medlam Drain, just at Reevesby Bridge. This was at the very end of the straight road running past our house and travelling north towards Horncastle. For several years this was reasonable, especially in the summer. For the winter though, we had to think again. The land on top of the banks was heavy clay, dug out from the drains itself. The slightest wet made it cling to your boots and the horse's feet like weighty glue. It would not drain. In fact, it is transported and used to line the bottoms of canals and lakes to keep the water in. The horses had to come home as soon as the land became too wet, and this involved a lengthy walk up and down the two-mile straight road from Ivy House to Reesby Bridge itself. The very first winter we were not properly prepared. We were on what is now called a learning curve. I think Ruth drove me down the road in a car and I walked back with a horse, one at a time. Ebony came first and was duly deposited in his stable to await the arrival of his friends. Well, as you may know, horses get impatient and after living together with friends for some time, once removed from the friends they become anxious. The door. When we returned sometime later with Jupiter, the next most most lively of the trio, we found Ebony out of his stable, wandering around the grassy area behind the garden wall. Only where there was an added complication, he'd not bothered to open his stable door. 
he's simply walked forward with his head down and taken the door and door frame out of their sockets. The door frame and stable door were still firmly in place around the horse's neck. There we are, that's a little short story from 1978, brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. Lots more stories to read on keithsandersisthestoryman.wordpress.com. Lots more free audio stories on this Buzzsprout site. Uh, lots of free videos to watch, including horse videos on Keith Sanders, the short story man on YouTube. And there's a shop. All the stories you read or listen to are compiled into books. Uh, they're easily downloadable. They're very inexpensive. Have a look at the site, richardkeithsanders.sells.com. Thank you for listening.